Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Hey, what's up? It's Erica Cruz Guevara, and welcome back to PropFest, our deep dive into this year's California propositions. Today, we're taking a closer look at Proposition 30, the taxes and air quality proposition. Here's how it'll read on your ballot. Proposition 30 provides funding for programs to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by increasing tax on personal income over $2 million. So tax the rich to pay for efforts to fight climate change. This one's also really interesting when you really dig into who's for and against it. In this episode, we're going to explain why the ride-hailing company Lyft is throwing big money in support of this proposition and why Governor Gavin Newsom and conservative groups are actually on the same side on this one. That's coming up on PropFest, a podcast series made by us here at The Bay and our friends at Bay Curious. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just... What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. For this episode, I'm passing it off to Bay Curious's Olivia Allen Price, who interviewed Kevin Stark, senior editor of KQED's Climate Desk. 
So let's start with this. At a high level, what are voters being asked to decide on in Prop 30? So Proposition 30 is a climate measure. It's meant to reduce the state's greenhouse gas emissions and fight air pollution. So the way it would work is it would raise the state income tax for people who earn more than $2 million a year by uh, 1.75%. And this would generate between $3 billion and $4.5 billion each year. That's according to an analysis from the legislative analyst's office. The money would go into a trust fund that could be used for three things, EV car rebates, chargers for those vehicles, and wildfire suppression. Kevin, let's dive into those three buckets a little bit more, starting with getting more zero emissions vehicles on the road, which is where I understand 45% of the money made from this tax increase would go. Okay, bucket one, EV car rebates. When a person goes out to buy a car, they get a tax rebate, it would offset the price of that car. You know, California already has some of these rebates. The governor just invested another $6 billion from the state's budget surplus going into electric vehicles. But Prop 30 does something different. It creates its own pot of money. It ensures continued investment over time. And we should add this money could also be used for zero emissions public buses, agricultural and construction vehicles, and even bikes, adding in more bike lanes or increasing bike share access. Okay, let's get into the second part of this fund, which would get a 35% cut of the new tax. Bucket two, we're talking about chargers and infrastructure. This is to support all of those new, brand new electric vehicles that are out there on the road. I think a key detail here is that this investment is targeted in particular neighborhoods. This is communities with less money that, you know, already experience high air pollution. So this is an issue of environmental justice. They would be getting these chargers. So this money would really support car charging at like apartment buildings or low income single family homes and, you know, possibly some more fast charging stations in publicly accessible places in these lower income neighborhoods. That's absolutely right. The rest of the money would go into firefighting and suppression programs. Uh, This is training, hiring firefighters, paying for, you know, forest thinning, prescribed burns, mitigation for preventing huge, big wildfires. So... All that money, the goal there is really to combat climate change. So my question is, is focusing on zero emissions vehicles like really the best way to do that? California's top source of greenhouse gas emissions is transportation. So overhauling how we get around is the change that we can make that will have the largest impact. You know, toxic smog, while it's a lot better than it was in the 1960s, is a problem that California has never been able to solve There's one group, Move LA, that has been working on this for years. Back in 2020, they convened a bunch of California's climate intelligentsia, climate leaders. They asked them this question, if you had $30 billion to spend fighting climate change, what would you do? And I covered this event at the time. Kevin DeLeon, he's a former leader of the state Senate, and he's running for mayor of LA. He spoke and made the case that You know, L.A. is still, for many years in a row, the most polluted city in America. Here he is speaking at that Move L.A. event back in 2020. And we know that these uh, very consequential health impacts uh, have a disproportionate impact on children, uh, especially children of color, those of the lowest uh, economic means. So one, what I would do is first order business is is get diesel trucks off the road. You've got to get diesel trucks off the road. Um, second is you got to build out, you know, charging infrastructure uh, for passenger cars. The infrastructure has to be there. So ideas from this event really seeded what would become Proposition 30. And 
They asked this big, high-level question, how would you spend $30 billion to fight climate change? The answer was EV rebates and chargers. And I understand there's a pretty broad coalition of groups supporting this prop, and we'll get to those in just a minute, but the involvement of one group has raised some eyebrows. I'm fairly certain that you're referring to Lyft, which is the big ride-hailing company. You know, they're essentially bankrolling this campaign Right now, they've donated or loaned it roughly $15 million so far, which is, at the time of this taping, is is early September. The No campaign hasn't received any donations yet, but I think that is surely going to change. Why is Lyft pouring money into this prop, which we should know that they did not put on the ballot themselves? I would say that Lyft is under a lot of pressure to increase its electric vehicles. Last year, the state mandated that they increase the rides from electric vehicles. By the end of this decade, which is, you know, seven years from now, something like 90% of Lyft miles need to be with an electric vehicle. Lyft has said it's on board with this plan, but it wants the state to invest in chargers to make this possible. And you see that their support here is probably a part of that. The majority of Lyft drivers buy their own vehicles, so the company will have an easier time meeting this goal if EVs are more affordable for their workforce, you know, which is everyday Californians. Lyft also needs the charging infrastructure. I should note that the governor, Gavin Newsom, is opposing Prop 30. Fellow Californians, I need to warn you about Proposition 30, one company's cynical scheme to grab a huge taxpayer-funded subsidy. He's painted this as a corporate bailout. And he called it a special interest carve-out devised by a single corporation to funnel state income tax revenue to their company. And, of course, the insinuation there is that he's referring to Lyft. Mm, So Newsom sees this as, like, instead of Lyft investing its own money to buy more EVs, they're kind of getting this help from California taxpayers. I think that might be good politics if you're going to oppose something like this to to paint it as a corporate bailout. But I think it's a cynical and and disingenuous take on this measure, which was actually devised by transit and environmental justice groups around Los Angeles. I was a little bit surprised that Newsom made this statement. Help me understand why. You know, this puts the governor at odds with his own party, environmentalists, lots of other left-leaning groups. Like, what is what's behind this? Well, I don't know for sure. I don't have like a direct line to him and I have not talked to him about this, but I I think there's a few different ideas. The first is very political. You know, he's raising his national profile. He might be getting pressure from rich donors that don't want to see taxes increased. You know, raising taxes nationally is not a popular idea. So if he's setting himself up for some type of national campaign, not a good idea. The second I think is more charitable, which is that he just spent $6 billion out of a budget surplus on electric vehicles, you know, that money's going to go out over the next five years. So Prop 30 would add to that, but it does it through a proposition system. It kind of locks the state into this uh, spending plan. And it's really uncertain. Like this is tied to income tax, income tax from the state's richest people. If we go into a recession, the state might be expecting money, might create programs to spend money on electric vehicles that all of a sudden isn't there. So gets into the idea that this is an unstable source of revenue. The last theory is that the governor is trying to line up with the California teachers. You know, the California Teachers Union, it's a huge financial supporter, tons of political power in this state, and they helped him beat his recall last year. The teachers union is against Prop 30 because they're generally against measures that would mean less money in the general fund, which is where schools get a lot of their funding from. Joining Lyft in supporting this prop are a host of environmental groups and some unions who stand to gain from the green jobs that this prop would create or support. Tell us about them. 
It's a really wild, broad coalition. It has groups like Youth First Apocalypse, which is a high school Bay Area environmental justice group. Uh, you know, I see them out staging direct actions. They're shutting down the streets of San Francisco. They're staging die-ins at congressional leaders' offices. Uh, but then there's Sacramento Democrats and scientists and you know, a company like Lyft. It's kind of this like Frankenstein coalition. But at the end of the day, Prop 30 is a tax increase. So not everybody is a fan of that 1.75% increase on people who are earning more than $2 million, right? Absolutely. There are always groups that will oppose increases in taxes. The Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association, there's California Republicans, uh, there's, you know, the California Chamber of Commerce. They argue against this plan just on the fact that it would raise taxes. Jennifer Barrera is the the chamber's CEO. She told me, you know, they would always oppose a new tax, probably. But now, given high inflation and high gas prices, it is a bad time. And she also noted that the state has already the highest personal income tax rate in the country. Here's what she said. We have a huge concern on increasing that personal income tax rate even more, what that impact would have to our competitiveness, what that impact would have on our general fund. Um, And so that is the primary reason why we oppose this initiative. So people who make more than $2 million a year in California pay more income tax than they would in any other state. For some context, Oregon and New York also have high taxes, but their rates are just below 10%. If this passes, people would be taxed at around 14%. I found it kind of interesting that wildfire funding was was sort of lumped into this prop that is primarily about electric vehicles. And I get the relationship sort of between the two, but but still, it makes me think back to 2020 when wildfire funding was a part of Proposition 19, which was largely about property taxes. And it kind of has me wondering, like, why is wildfire funding being kind of tossed into these props that might on the surface not seem related? Yeah, I think it's a great question. So I think there's uh, two ways of looking at that. Uh, let's take a compassionate view to start. Wildfire smoke is the top source of air pollution in the West. And increasingly, this is how the vast majority of Californians are touched by climate change. So this, in some ways, is about air pollution, and it makes sense. If you're going to be fighting smog, you know, reducing carbon emissions, also reducing the pollution, you could see how all of this is connected. The sort of cynical political way of looking at this is that firefighters are an incredibly powerful political group in California. And it's really hard to vote against tax rebates for people that want to buy electric cars and money to hire firefighters. So as organizers are building a coalition for this measure, I could see a situation in which they're trying to bring together the most groups that would make this successful. Kevin, thank you so much. Thank you. Kevin Stark is a climate editor at KQED. In a nutshell, a vote yes on Prop 30 means you want to increase taxes on Californians with incomes of more than $2 million a year, with the money going towards getting more zero-emissions vehicles on the road, building green infrastructure, and supporting wildfire suppression and prevention programs. A vote no means you'd like things to stay as they are right now. 
That's it for Prop 30. You can find more PropFest episodes at kqed.org slash the bay. And if you want to low down on more state and local races, check out KQED's voter guide at kqed.org slash voter guide. PropFest is a collaboration between two KQED podcasts, The Bay, that's me, Alan Montecilio, and Maria Esquinka, and Bay Curious, that's Katrina Schwartz, Olivia Allen Price, Darren Tu, and Brendan Willard. You can find The Bay and Bay Curious wherever you listen, and make sure you hit that subscribe button to get the final episode of PropFest on Friday, that's Prop 31, the flavored tobacco prop. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randad Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 